0: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers.
2: Make way for Dark
3: Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet.
0: Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances for my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this... I'll need my news team at my side.
4: News team! Assemble!
0: We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet.
4: And And we're we're back. back!
0: And once again, you find yourselves in the presence of greatness, uh, or at the very least, us. (laughs) Hey there, Uh, it's Dark Helmet, this is 43 Feet Podcast. I'm the president of F3 Nation and the host of this here podcast. And this week, uh, we are joined by several of the best of the best of the best, sir. Do you ever see that? And remember that from uh, Men in Black? Yeah, the best of the best of the best, sir. My right hand man, the guy who I don't think I could possibly do this without, and is becoming more and more and more valuable to me by the minute, by the day. His name is Ciro Gutierrez. He is the weasel shaker for F3 Nation, and we call him Spur. How are you, buddy?
1: Howdy, y'all, from San Antonio. (laughs) You said you were going to do it. (laughs) it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, doing great. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys here for the next few minutes.
0: Love it. And the guy who most recently held that spot, who is also vital to the progress of F3 Nation, uh, on the opposite side of the world uh, from the, the, the cool and rainy uh, Pacific Northwest, we find him. Uh, he is Eric Gobbler. He's the COO uh, of F3 Nation, but uh, was the most recently the, the Weasel Shaker. He's a uh, Gobbler. How are you doing, man?
2: Doing great. Uh, it is neither, well, it is cool, but it's not rainy here today. So we're, uh, I'm enjoying the fact the sun is shining. And I noticed, that it's been so dark up here. I am like really white now. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the hazards.
0: That's one of the hazards of the Pacific Northwest.
2: When you only get seven and a half hours of daylight a day, it, it does it does that to you. Oh, gosh.
0: Everything you just said right there makes me sick. Yeah, I don't like anything about that. Uh, you know who, uh, I don't know if he looks like he's gotten any sun, but he ha- looks like he has kind of thin air on there, big guy. Uh, he's Seth Brown, the head of leadership development for F3 Nation, and he's called
4: Bono. How are you, man? uh bono's doing all right and had to work on losing my eight pounds from christmas time (laughs) um my doc from september to december she's like you know you gained 8.1 pounds and i was like no
0: uh don't worry i found it hey yeah
4: yeah i did and so i I, so i I gained some and you know actually what was cool is i got to have, have had a chance to uh sit outside we were talking weather last time had the chance to sit outside and and have the sun beat down on me, so I'm not quite as pale as Gobbler, but I'm certainly quite not as uh, suntan as uh, Bada Bing or some of these other Southern guys down here. But it's it's nice having a little bit of uh, a little bit of sunshine. Well, good, good.
0: Uh, and no matter how good you look, you'll never look as good as this guy. He's the head of sectors for F three Nation. He is Steve Schaefer out of St. Louis. He is G M. Oh.
3: Uh, Thanks, Dark Helmet. Glad to be here, my brother. I was just thinking about the injured reserve ruck I was on this morning with uh, my buddy Frozone, and uh, I started PT this week, still trying to recover from my shoulder. So uh, I told my wife I'm trying to get ready by the end of April for a GTE, and she said, here, can you confirm that you will not have 50-pound rucksack on your back? And I was very impressed she knew that it was called a rucksack. So, uh, <laughs> and that you would have 50 pounds in it. <laughs> that's about right. I was like, I was going to correct her with that's only 30, but then, you know, you add all the others. Right. To water. It, yeah. It.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you can't confirm that. And I'm going to say <laughs> look, if you're not going to listen to your wife on this one, maybe, maybe you'll listen to this guy, the head <laughs> of expansion for F3 Nation, Mike Sluhan, 46 years old out of St. Louis as well. He's beans. you're you're expecting good advice from me oh man we are okay that's a very fair point all right we're gonna move ahead (laughs) Uh, Uh Uh uh-oh why why uh what did you do to yourself beans oh geez uh i've been dealing with back stuff for a while but it comes and goes
5: so it's it's gone for a while so okay so it's on you're on a goes right now yeah it it was here for a bit gone for a bit so you know you just fair enough
0: fair enough well, gentlemen, uh, it is a little bit of an abbreviated team here today, but uh, I want to remind the PACs uh, as they join us that last week we discussed uh, a lot about kind of around this idea of, uh, well, really, uh, Bono, uh, LDP, right? And and around the idea of, of burnout and how do you know when it's time to hand off and, and really what maybe you should have done or what you should be doing now to kind of uh, combat or prevent uh, that, that, that behavior that I keep seeing, uh, every once in a while around the nation where it's like, uh, the site queue says, Hey, uh, like we, we had a, a rash of this, uh, down where I am, where it was like a bunch of people started writing in Slack and they're like, Hey, anybody want this shovel flag? And I'm like, that's not really how we're going to hand this off that. No, go ahead and delete those messages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not letting that happen. But uh yeah, but that's kind of the general sentiment sometimes. And and we see it all the way even up to Nantan and, and some of those other things. And gosh, I uh I think that the the temptation or not the temptation, but I, I think that it I guess I should say that that this disease of burnout plagues all of us from time to time. Right, I don't know a guy who hasn't been run down or feeling run, you know, just kind of just wiped uh, uh, as he's tried to serve and, and wear himself out in the service of others. Um, but I guess uh, you know some of the things we talked about last week were just sort of general ideas about it and and you know who's experienced it and who's seen it and, and what we've seen and things like that. And and just as we were leaving last week, GMO kind of brought up a topic that I thought we might dive into more, uh, and that is. Uh, essentially, and Jimo, jump in here and, and uh, you know, feel free to, to uh, correct me or reintroduce or expand. But kind of, how, how in the world do we now? Let's say that I'm burnt out or that I'm I'm, I'm feeling the the beginnings of it or something. Kind of that now, what do I do? Like now, what do I do? Right. But,
3: does that sound about right? The question that you were asking at the end? Yeah, for sure. Like uh, if we have uh, Nantan's in that position, I, I I, got to spend a little bit kind of reflecting on how you got in that position, but you also have to just address, here's where I'm at. Let me uh, clean up my poopy pants and, and let me get other guys around me to help untangle where I'm all twisted up. Um, you know, part of that is, you know, just being vulnerable letting the guys yeah. know what is going on in your life a lot of times when I'm in those conversations I need to hear another man say uh you're doing better than you think you are uh secondly um you got some real problems there you need to pivot because you're not taking care of yourself or your concentrica um but to hear another man's voice a lot of times for me is one of the first best steps uh to take there um you know and then you know like how do you plot a path to the next evolution, you know, and who are the men that you need to pull in close to you to uh, help figure that out would be uh, something I'd recommend. Yeah, no doubt.
2: You know, I think it's the first thing you have to understand. And um, it seems simple, but for some reason, it's actually very hard for some guys to realize if you do what you always done, you're going to get what you always got. You have to change what you're doing. (laughs) But you have to take a step back and you have to change what you're doing. And so the first thing I would tell a guy, if, if he's burnt out, write a list of everything that you are, quote unquote, responsible for. And then write next to it, who's doing that for you or who you've delegated it to. And if you have 10 things on that list and you have more than one thing assigned to yourself, that's too many. All right. And always air. You know, if you're burnt out, I'm going to say at this time, you probably need to err towards over delegation because you've erred too far. So come back the other way. You'll figure it out. But start by specifically writing down who is responsible for what under you. And uh, you're probably going to find out that you have your name next to half of them. And that's the source of your burnout to start with. And then after that, um, put some time deliberately in your schedule for thinking. Uh, and this is, I think, very, very important and a miss, uh, underestimated thing. Under you know, People don't put a lot of stock into it. But as leaders, one of the first things that goes is our time to sit and think on the problems that we need to solve. And we're just in go, 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 go. So reply to this email. Do this. Do that. Find some time in your day. Maybe it's 30 minutes before the kids wake up. Whatever. Maybe it's before. Maybe it's you know, on your way to the car, but deliberately put 30 minutes, uh, some time in your day, where you all you had to do is think and ponder upon whatever's going on, and and during that time, it'll allow you to prioritize and reshuffle, and will get your mind right. If you do those two things, it's not going to cure everything, but it's going to get you closer to taking a step back and being able to just not feel as burnt out. Because sometimes burnt out is a sometimes it's a true physiological thing, and sometimes it's a feeling.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. So, do you think the
0: feeling is first?
2: I, I would hope so, because if not, and I know, I know GMO has talked about this before. If you, if you hit the phys- physiological point.
0: Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. you're, you're, you're way gone.
2: Yeah. You're way gone. And it's going to take you months to get back. Mm. Um, I, and I, and I want to, I want to build off that. This is spurt because
1: I, I think one of the things that we fail to do is identify if we're at risk for burnout. Right. And so, here, here, we talked about this in our last uh, podcast, um, but I think it's worth mentioning again. I mean, if you, have a, if you have a meeting that you can't go to and the meeting is canceled, that means you're, you're being over-relied upon, right? If there are decisions that are being made that they can't m- move forward without your input, then you're being over-relied upon, right? So those are, those are, those are identifications that you are at risk for being burned out. And, you know, Beans was preaching last time about, he finds it hard to, to believe that if you add one additional piece of responsibility, um, that that's the one that really puts you over the edge. I mean, you're, you're probably not right, right? You're probably not, you're not getting the right sleep. You're not, working out. You're not mentally prepared. You're not doing what Gobbler was mentioning and listing out everything, all your responsibilities. And I think you really need to start checking yourself. And here's what I would do. If I recognize that I am at risk for burnout and I'm not right, I would find a guy. I would just, one guy and develop that man because that would be the next man up. And, you know, I heard Dred speaking about this once Uh, of how to develop somebody appropriately, you know, I do, you watch, I do, you help, right? You do, I help, you do, I watch, right? Like it's just that four-step process that you develop. And and then the next step, what I would do is I would then go to Gobbler's, you know, commentary and write down all of your responsibilities. And I would assign a cue to all of those responsibilities. I mean, maybe that assignment is, bringing the flag. Well, you know what, I'm gonna have a queue of flag, right? And I want to make sure that queue of flag, you know, brings that flag every single time. Maybe you need a queue of coffee. Uh, You know, some guy just brings a coffee cup, just giving man responsibility. And also now you're developing leaders. And once you start seeing some momentum, like you get out of this burnout phase, right? Beans, I know you have something to say.
5: Yeah, we're talking about the things that, you know, if you find yourself in that situation, what might you do? I think another um, thing to consider is sit and ask yourself why you said yes in the first place. And I think it's fair to reflect on that because when you say yes, the circumstances, it could have been six months ago, maybe a year ago. what, What were the circumstances at that time that made you think that the yes was the right answer to the question of will you serve? So revisit that. And then the next question is, is that still true? So is that, is that way that you answered that still true? And if the answer is yes, then it is all about these things about delegation and trying to maybe take it on too much. But I think it's also important for people to understand that if the answer is no, that's okay too. If the answer to that's not still true anymore, that's okay. You don't need to force yourself to continue to be in a position just because you said yes. Something in your life might have changed that requires it now to be a no, and that's okay. And then that's when Mm -hmm. you work on finding your successor to take that position over, because you're preventing someone else the opportunity to really step in and lead, um, because you're holding on to something that maybe you shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple things. Spur, you said uh, you know finding finding something for those guys to do, right? To offload things off of your plate. And um, there was a, a a speech, a talk given uh, by one of the leaders of my church. Uh, May I guess is you know, thirty years ago now, probably. But um, but uh, man, it was uh, it was powerful. And one of the things that he said was, and he was of course, at, he's talking about the church, right? But it, it applies here as well. So nobody get uh, too twisted up, right? But he said, you know, something that every every body needs, every guy needs, or, or every, um, in our case, every FNG, if you will. Right. Every FNG needs these three things. One, they need a friend, right? Two, they need a responsibility and three, they need nourishment, Right. And in our case, that's, you know, everything from the workout to the Q source to the, you know, to shield locks and and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so there, there's kind of those three things. We've got to always be focused on those three things. And you also said, you know, kind of that uh, show one, do one, whatever the, the <laughs> I'll never get it right. So don't even, yeah, whatever, but uh, show me yours. You show me mine. What is it? I, I, is it,
1: oh. I, I do, you watch, I do, you help. You do. I help. You do. I watch. There you yeah. go. But Dredd's I think that's all sounds... in here tomorrow. Next time he's going to call. Right. In he's going to be like, upset with us. You idiots. Right. I can't believe, yeah.
0: um, <laughs> you know, but that, and so funny you mentioned dread. Cause I was actually going to say that, that one of the indicators that dread gave to me, he said, you'll know it's time when you've run out of vision, when you've run out of vision, then that's the time. Now you should have prepared long before that. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're done, when your vision that you had when you started is over, whether that's three months in or whether that's thirty months in, um, then that's then that's the time. That's the time to let it go. But Bono, don't you think that uh, kind of this "show me yours, show me mine" uh, deal kind of sounds a little like uh, SOAF? Am I am I off on that one? Doesn't it sound a little like schooling opportunity apprenticeship failure? Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And that's. Yeah, when you're going SAOF, I was like, what? Um, yeah, now, now I understand what you're talking about. We have too many acronyms in this organization, but I think that's the key is it's leadership development. Um, and I think one of the things too, is you guys were talking about within this whole process is even not only going from the schooling opportunity or schooling apprenticeship opportunity failure, it's also going back to the quadrants. Because I think if you're burnout, out, the first thing you realize is I'm not right. So the first thing is getting right and getting right as a leader. If you look in the Nantan trajectory, it's things like you got to align your concentrico. I remember one of the things GMO talked about is, is talking to guys. And the first thing before you tap a guy is what's your concentrico like? Because if you're having problems with your marriage, then you need to focus on that. Um, and that's the first thing. And so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, surfing as Nantan I, is not going to help your marriage if it's in no, trouble. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, and and that's the thing. And then the other thing I'm sitting here thinking is is part of getting right as a as a leader as a Nantan is then forming relationships. So who are you? Who are you connecting with as far as other guys? It's you talked about vision a moment ago. It's having that vape. What's the vision articulation persuasion exhortation? You have to do that to get right. Right. As you're right there, first thing in the beginning, you have to travel the region and get to know. So if you're not able to do those things because you're burnt out, the challenge is you're not right. And so you either got to get right um, or figure out how to how to get guys to help. Um, Because I think the other thing, too, that I've seen is is uh, we had this concept of what's the difference in delegation and abdication. And we had this one region or one site in in ENC. Where we were constantly over 20 talking about we have to split this, this site. And um, what happened is the guy got worn out because he was doing everything by himself. He was not right. So things were falling apart. And so his thing was he found one guy who said yes. And it was completely the wrong leader, and the the it, site went down to three to four guys. So he completely abdicated, didn't transition, didn't focus on it at all, didn't didn't do anything with leadership development. And and that to me is just this abdication of I, I'm I'm sort of putting off all responsibility and not caring what's going on, and rather than delegating out and trying to make sure the guy learns how to do it properly. Um, and so that's that's one of the key things for me is going through this is. You got to get right and then you got to make sure you delegate more than abdicate, as I'm trying to provide opportunity.
2: So you know, as I think about this, burnout is really just another problem in one sense, right? It's just like every other problem as a leader that we solve. And one of the things I was thinking about, what do I what did I do as a leader, you know, when I came across a problem that I couldn't solve? Well, one of the things I would do is I would call a more experienced leader. And or and typically my quote unquote boss, the person that was above me, one of, you know, obviously he was holding me accountable to what I was supposed to be doing, but hopefully he was also there to help me. And here in F3, wow. yes, I know we have sector cues that are in place to help Nantans. And I think if you were a Nantan, the first and probably most important thing you could do is call your sector queue and just say, Hey brother, uh, You've been in Nantan or you've been on the SLT before, I'm in trouble. Help me. How can I go through this? The sector queues aren't just there to host monthly Zoom calls just so that they can look good, although GMO does a really good job of having them do that. They're there to help each other to help the Nantans. and if you know and I'm with that, I'm going to turn it over to GMO just to kind of go more into that because those are his guys.
3: Yeah, thanks, Gobbler. And and you are the father of this. You did it out west first. So I'm just taking on what you started. Uh, Appreciate that. But it is really just about the uh, connection, the coaching. We're going to ask 10 questions before we give one answer and then um, making some connections, maybe other Nantans, other regions that have, you know, struggled where you're at. Um, So we're there to definitely support, but also encourage and challenge The guys. Um, One thing too, I've I've been doing is modifying all my workouts, right? Because of my shoulder. But just reflecting here a little bit too, there's a modify as needed, maybe as a Nantan, as we're having this conversation. Uh, Wherever that Nantan is, there may be guilt, there may be shame, there may be frustration. He may not know his why. Maybe his why was because nobody else would take the flag. But it's a huge opportunity for these guys to step up and show how to lead through something that's difficult or challenging or needs to be passed on. It's a great opportunity to show other men, how you figure this out. uh, And it's your responsibility, right? We're on mission to change men's lives. If you're not the right guy to do it, um, show the men locally, what it is, who you are, what you're made of to do the right next thing.
1: Yeah. I want to make sure that one of the things that we Focus on you know the audience members here on this particular podcast could be an AOQ that's burned out from bringing the flag every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and planning the workout because no one's stepping up to queue, Right? I mean, it could be a first FQ that's just you know tired of talking out the same ideas and making sure guys are in cadence and all. I mean, so this this conversation really goes to all of those types of men, and uh, and, and if you're in those scenarios, look for the men around you in your community. Uh, within the region that can help you uh, get some good ideas, and then you know even pick up the men who don't have responsibility today, and and focus on on those men as well. Hi,
0: no, there's no question. So you know, Spur, you, you bring up a, a good point, which is you know knowing the audience the, that we're talking to here, right? And We mentioned leadership positions within F three, and certainly those are. You know, uh, obviously, the, the, you know, that's part of what we're talking about here because we're the leadership out of three. But at the end of the day, I mean, really, if we get right down to it, uh, a site queue or an AOQ walks off the job, hands the flag to the first guy that makes eye contact with him or whatever. And like, what's the real harm? The You're right. The site might uh, might struggle a little, like Bono said, you know, it may drop in numbers or something like that and that kind of thing. But, but really, big picture... Uh, it's, it's pretty correctable and it's not too hard to correct it. I I do kind of wonder though, because sometimes, you know, there are jobs that we have as men that we're called to lead. You can't hand that off. There's no shovel flag in my house, right? There's no shovel flag at work. And so some, some place in here, this burnout that I'm experiencing or that I'm going through, yeah, it might show its ugly head, you know, like Beans was saying this ain't the first, you know, <laughs> this was just like you were running it pretty thin on the edge anyway. If this is the thing that really killed you, you know, right. But but the how do I keep myself from running thin in those places? Because this is just where it showed up, right? This this running away or this, you know, dropping the responsibility or the burning out or the whatever. This is just where it's shown up. This is where the the pressure. Is enough, and where really candidly, some guys might look and go, "It's okay for me to kind of jack this up because what are they going to do?" You know, it was a free volunteer thing, and these guys love me anyway, and so they're willing to kind of, you know, maybe not handle it in the in the best way. Um, But but what about those jobs that we can't just hand the shovel flag off for? What about that? How do I keep myself from burning out long before I even take on an F three job? How do I keep myself from burning out as a dad? Or as a husband.
4: That's a lot of silence. (laughs) Go ahead, Bono. So, so part of me is, is thinking, um, recent thing I've been doing is with coaching, with having a coach is looking at different accounts. And one of my accounts is being a parent. Another one is being a husband. Another one is spiritual. Another one is career and, I think one of the things for me is, is focusing on priorities is singular. Technically there's one priority. It's the thing that you're going to focus on. And too often we have so many priorities that if everything's important, nothing's important. So I think part of it for me is realizing where does my energy need to to be? Um, Yeah. And I've realized one of the, the mantras might be from essentialism. One of the books that, um, um, dog, Rapido told me about is sometimes you got to say no to some very good stuff in order to say yes to some very great. So I think the first thing, if I'm looking at, if I'm not doing right as a dad, and that's it, one of the things in the center of my concentric, or if I'm not being a good husband, and as that is with the sixth center, then I got to say no to some other things. And maybe that, that raises the uh, urgency of what I'm doing, sure. um, which is why I think the first thing is a as a leader I need to make sure the center is solid um oh, for sure and my yeah. shield lock holds me accountable so that way if I start they're, they're the bricks so that way it keeps me from you know well,
0: yeah going no, yeah off the path. yeah working with those guys are are definitely part of that part of that wall part of that guardrail right yeah uh, beans go ahead
5: yeah just sitting thinking about this it's just kind of reflecting on my past and experiences with this type of stuff it's almost almost impossible for me to think that you can do it on your own. Like, I, I don't know if you're really able to recognize, oh, I'm, I'm neglecting that. I'm neglecting that. I'm not giving that enough attention that if, if you're at this stage where you're kind of burnt out, we've talked about, maybe there's other things going on. My guess is that you've got some blind spots that, that either a you're not aware of or B you are aware of, but you're sweeping it under the rug and pretending like they don't exist and then you're forcing all your efforts into something else that might require you to burn out on that. But that's the thing that you get some fulfillment from. So you're neglecting other things. But I really think it's, it's very difficult when you, you are actually in that moment to yeah. fully recognize that yourself. And that's why you need other people around you to call you out on that stuff. I really think it's difficult to do on your own.
3: No, I, I agree very much, Jimo. Totally agree, and one of the things you know, I have a close shield lock. They uh, remind me often. It's supposed to be fun, <laughs> you know. We're supposed to. Say, It'll be fun under these conditions. Do you understand me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like trying to you know lead a recess. It's adult recess. Let's you know make sure that we're keeping it in perspective, and even the right language that you say to yourself. You know, it, it's an honor. It should. It's fun. Uh, it's a responsibility, but when I start bleeding into, it's an obligation. It's something I'm struggling with, or it's a challenge. Um, make sure that uh, your mind is right. Your thoughts are right. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. want to call out to, you know, F3 should not be anything that's that's dragging you down, uh, right? It's a responsibility, but, you know, I can see some guys having all these responsibilities. I have a long list of things that that I had written down. I still have the list from when I had a pretty major crash and burn and and that list was very long. And just doing that list is what tipped me over the edge. So if there's ever a a man that needs support, needs help, make sure you're reaching out to any of the guys on this call in your region, the sector queues, but don't be afraid. Also reach out for some professional help. That's a very good point with,
0: uh, you know, mental battle month is, is a coming. Uh, And so it's good for us to, to remember those kinds of things. Go ahead, Spur.
1: Yeah, I wanted to hit on the commentary around fun, because a lot of times F3 is just a metaphor for how we do life, right? I mean, you know, F3 is should be fun, being a father it should be fun, right? And so like, you know, I'm on my fourth week of being Mr. Mom. Uh, my wife is, uh, my mother-in-law is in uh, hospice care. And so like, this is exhausting for me. I mean, honestly. And so this past weekend I realized I wasn't having very much fun with the kids. So Saturday afternoon, we went bowling and we played arcades until, I mean, we were all exhausted from playing arcades and uh, that was a lot of fun. It sparked a lot of uh, engagement and laughter with the family, with the kids. And then we had a slumber party in the living room for two nights in a row. Um, You know, I think, when, when you hit this burnout stage, uh, it is important to remember that life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be humorous. We're not supposed to take ourselves so seriously. Um, so just like F3 is fun, you know, being a dad and, you know, those things should be fun as well.
4: That That's the fourth F by the way, right? Fitness, fellowship, faith, fun. Maybe, maybe so. I don't We're know. not making that official,
0: but I like where your head is. I, I, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go with it.
4: I'll you know, it. Spur, you got me thinking what we say in ENC and Papa Smurf says, you know, you laugh every day. What uh, was one of his things? And that's one of the the mantras he picked up at AO. And I think the last three months for me is just mumble chatter out the, out the wazoo because it's just, it's gotta be fun. And yeah. that's part of leadership is how do you show guys that I can do this in the rain and that's what makes it adult recess like today. And it was, again, I am into that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Go ahead, God.
2: You know um, every day when I come home, I have stuff for F3 that I did not get done that day. <laughs> um, and yet the nation has not burnt down yet. Nation doesn't burn down, which by the way, uh, Frank, you owe me that email on what we talked about last week. uh, but, uh <laughs> Uh, Spur, can you uh, run some
0: interference on this idiot? I don't want to, no, just
2: kidding. <laughs> the point is, is that, you know, it's, a, it's yeah, it's, some days, um, I remember when I was a company commander, the it was not a, I, I ran through a decision matrix of not what I was going to do, but what I was not going to do. And so, uh, and that's sometimes it's just what you have to do. It, it, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock, whatever time you go home, you need to go home and you just need to say, these things aren't happening. And so it, that is sometimes, depending on who you are, can be difficult to do because you know, depending on how you're wired. But the bottom line is it's okay not to get your entire list done. It's okay to go home and come back tomorrow and have stuff there to do. Um, that's okay. And yeah. the world will keep will keep going. But I will tell you that, you know, you <laughs> Some things you cannot go back and get. And that is the time you're gonna have, you know, and um after, you know, at home. And one of the things that I have with with my wife right now is when I come home from work. Uh so five o'clock on, I'm not doing F3 stuff right now. And um that's that's where we're at and that's where we're gonna be at for right now. Yeah. No, I mean, look, that's
0: uh it's uh it's heavy. It's a lot. And um, you know, it's um it's one of those things I was thinking about as, as you guys were, were all talking here. And I thought, you know, we have a, <laughs> it, it's unfortunate, but our society has a lot of things that it has dictated to us that we're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to uh, run things a certain way. Or we're supposed to consume. We're supposed to exist. We're supposed to, you know, whatever. Right. And, and one of the beautiful things is in F3 anyway, for me, uh, in my opinion, right, is there's there's not that many things we're supposed to do. There's a few things that we ask you to adhere to, right? Core principles or something like that. But, um, but outside of that, there's, there's nothing, right? There's no supposed to. You don't have to do this a certain way. You don't have to do certain things. You don't have to run a region or an AO or anything else the way that anybody else in anywhere in F3 Nation does it. You don't have to. There is no requirement to do it a certain way. We know some things that we think work pretty good, you know, and and that'll show some success and things like that. But, but brother, we talked about this. I can't remember how many times. And so I know I'm repeating myself and I'll probably repeat myself a thousand more times before it's true. But if you are getting yourself all bogged down in the administrative side of this deal, then you are failing yourself and you're failing your men because the administrative stuff it has nothing to do with the movement. It's only the way that we, we try and make it go, you know, um, and we can change it at any time. And you can find something, maybe you do something totally different. You find it, that it works better than anything we've ever suggested. Great. All we ask is let us know so we can spread it around. Right. So don't, don't find yourself in that position where you're like, well, I must administrate and I must make sure the workouts are happening on time and they must they must be on the map and then the, the uh, exact latitude and longitude must be perfectly correct and so on, blah, 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 right? Is that a great thing? And should we try for that? Should we strive for that? Absolutely. But let me tell you, this I've never been a Nantan region. I don't know if some guys are surprised to hear that or not, uh, but I've never been one. But I can tell you what I what I think I would do and what I have done as I've served as president of F3 is I remembered... That all I'm actually here for, and I mean, this all, Well, and the guys on this call will attest to the fact that I'm not good at much, so so I better stick to only one or two things. But uh, all I'm here to do is to invigorate male community leadership. That's it. That's all. My purpose on this earth, the reason my feet hit the floor every single morning is to help men to remove their self-limiting beliefs so that they can uncover their personal purpose so that they can be maximally effective in their areas of influence. That's my job. That's why I breathe. And so when I, when I take a position, when I took this position, I didn't know it at the time because I didn't know what the heck was going on when I first started. right? But all I've done since is I've, I've just looked around and I've poured everything I know how to pour into every man that I meet as best I know how. And I've watched what accelerates them. Right, I watch them. All the men on this call, and I'm not. I don't take this as me patting myself too hard on the back, right? But all the men on this call, I've tried my best to pour into every way I know how, and I've watched how they how they accelerate. And the guys that accelerate in certain ways, I look and go, ah, that's the next guy. I mean, there's guys right now, Nantans and Sector Qs and stuff like that who are on notice. I have told them, you know as I've poured into him, and I've talked to him, and I've told them things and I've said, look, man, you got to understand as soon as you think you're done with this nantan foolishness, I got things for you to do. Right. <laughs> it's usually the way I say it. And then I tell that poor sap, I'm like, oh, you got 30 days, make it happen. <laughs> Ask anybody on this call. That's exactly how they all got hired. <laughs> but the, uh, but no, that that's the thing, right. Is, is if I'm pouring into every man that I meet and I'm pouring it as best I can to try and develop him into the leader that I believe that he can be then I'm going to find that guy, and if that's been my mission from day one, then when the time comes for me to step out of the way, it's going to be so painfully obvious who the next guy should be, and when it is my turn to get out of the way, it should be so. It'll be obvious to everyone around me. I really believe that. I really do believe that. Uh, and 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 that's how I kind of view it, and how I how I approach it. And so I would say my you know two cents worth of advice, if it's even worth that, right? Is no, actually that's bull. Uh, my advice to you as a guy who knows what the hell he's talking about, is this. You find a way to pour in every man that, you've, that you run into, period. You find a way to advance that man to a position of advantage. You do it by the way that Bono talks about all the time, right? You vape and you, you, you provide him schooling, actual schooling. You don't just be like, uh, being a site queue sure is fun. No, right? Show that man what he's to do. Give him some vision about what it is that he could accomplish. What could this site look like with his particular leadership? With his particular talents, right? There's no question that if you tell a man that, if you bring him alongside you and throw your arm around him and be like, brother, I-, I feel like you're a freight train of acceleration. And I want to direct you in a way that will absolutely be maximally effective for you, your family, and all the men around you. You think that guy's gonna be like, don't sign me up? No, absolutely not. He's gonna fi- he'll make it work, he'll make it happen. He'll make it happen because that's what he is called to do. I promise. None of us are here by accident. None of us are in the place that we are by accident. The only thing we can do is as it's handed to us, we can screw it up, right? <laughs> if we don't, if we don't want to run it right. If we want to get into all the, well, I'm supposed to do it this way or I'm supposed to do it that way. And if you want to start getting into worries about, well, that guy did it this way or this guy did it that way. If you want to get into the comparison game and all that kind of stuff, fine. You can do all that stuff if you want to, man. But I would recommend that you just sit back, relax, and pour into the men next to you and just watch what happens. I think that's the best advice I could possibly give a man. Any final thoughts on that one? Well, I'll tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. No final thoughts. I just think we just need the starfish T-shirt with the back saying freight train of acceleration on the back. <laughs> I think that would be perfect for all of us. All for that.
4: Oh, man. Uh it, I it's you, you're the starfish, right? Just that's to right. clarify. That's you're right. The you're
0: starfish. the starfish. Yep, you're the starfish. Uh the Chinese can have the rabbit, we'll take the starfish. Uh, I'm not even sure that shows up on their calendar, but it does on the F3 calendar. Men, uh on this call and men listening, if you can hear this podcast, know this. We love you. I mean that. And I will wear myself out in the service of of all of you. Uh and you will know when the next when the when it's time for the next guy because he will be Absolutely dedicated to doing the same exact thing. Aye. Right? Aye. Right.
2: A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride.
0: Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review. And share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time.